Friday here on uh, July 16th, 2021. Uh, got Today's a little bit busier in sports than it has been all week. I have baseball coming back today. Of course, you have the, o- the Open Championship in golf. Uh, then tomorrow night, you have the uh, NBA Finals Game 5. Also have a UFC uh, fight night. So, uh, sports starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, give a shout out to Bazanji for the music. This is Bet on Me. Uh, check, you can find him on Spotify. Check him out. Check him out. He has some bangers, bangers coming out. Um, well, I wanted to start with today. Let's start. Let's go ahead and start talking about the NBA Finals. Uh, you have Game Five uh, tomorrow night. I think I think nine o'clock. I want to say maybe eight o'clock. Uh, as of right now, they have uh, the Suns as a four-point favorite. Uh, I like the Suns. I like the Suns tomorrow night. Uh, I think the role players being at home, somebody's going to step up and help Booker. Uh, Booker played his ass off last game, but nobody else really, nobody else stepped up. I don't think there was. Any, I know nobody else. He had forty-two. Nobody else on the team. I don't even think had over twenty. Chris Paul is just. Disappeared the last couple of games. Media was trying to talk and build up, act like he was uh, like Chris Paul was the uh, was going to be the Finals MVP. He was the one leading the Suns. It's been Booker that's leading the Suns. Yeah, Chris Paul had a, a big game in game se- game six and seven against the Clippers. Uh, the Suns were two and zero against the Clippers without Chris Paul, with Cam- with Cameron Payne starting starting. I'm not saying they're better without Chris Paul. But you can't just because Chris Paul came back and they end up win, come back and winning that series. You after they were ahead 2-0, he comes back. Clippers tie the series up. Okay, they were able to come back and win that series. But what would have happened if he wouldn't have came back? You never know. Not saying that they're better, but I'm also saying somebody has to step up to help and help Booker tonight. But I think Bridges will have a better game. And I look for Cameron Payne to have a better game. Uh Cameron Johnson played pretty good last game. Uh, he he had some big shots there in the second half. Uh, but the uh, Bucks, I'll give Boonehoser some credit because I'm usually I'm usually down on him. He's made some adjustments. Some of the ju- adjustments were the adjustments I was talking about, like uh, moving Holiday on uh, Paul, have Holiday fighting over screens, getting into Paul, frustrating him. Drew Holiday. His scoring might have, might not have been as great the last two games, but his defense has really helped the Bucks the last two games. Him him being up, uh, being able to d up Paul and frustrate him. Uh, that was a good adjustment. Yeah, fighting over them screens. But one thing, one thing that uh, the Bucks are going to have to do because the Suns done it all last game, and if if in my opinion, if Booker wouldn't have gotten foul trouble, and if there wasn't for a couple of phantom foul calls. Uh, The Suns would have the Suns would have won that game. And that's with none of the role players really stepping up and playing. So I think I think, like I said, I think Br- Mikael Bridges is gonna have a big game. Uh, and the Bucks, some somebody I mean the Bucks, uh 
yeah, Holiday didn't have a great big game offensively, but I said, like I said, while he's doing defensively, uh, makes up for that. Uh, Middleton had a 40-point game. Giannis had 25. Uh, I mean, they could use a little more offense out of Holiday, especially more efficient. He uh, he didn't score points because he wasn't shooting. That's for damn sure. He w- it wasn't because he wasn't shooting because he was shoot he was shooting the ball. He just he couldn't get him to fall. But like I said, he, he played real he played real good defense. But I like I like I said I like the Suns. Uh, eight eight and a Booker have to stay out of foul trouble for one. Last two games, both one of them's gotten foul trouble and had to set out, and that really hurt. Uh, Really hurt the Suns in the fourth quarter uh, with eight or nine minutes left in the game, and you have Booker on the bench because he has five fouls. Uh, but no, I look for the Suns to bounce back on that tomorrow night. Uh, sticking with basketball real quick, something else I wanted to get, I wanted to hit on. Uh, report a report uh, from uh, Henry Abbott is saying that uh, sources Blazers star Damian Lillard uh, is going to re- Lillard to request trade in the days to come. Uh, so it sounds like uh, Lillard's not happy with the uh, coaching hire they made. Uh, I think he wanted kid. They didn't get kid. They got they ended up going with uh, Billups. I think that upset Lillard. Now they're saying that he's going to be asking for a trade uh, here soon. I know, I know it's not going to happen, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Go get them, Pacers. I love for the – I'm a big I'm – I'm from here in Indiana. I'm a big Pacer fan. Fuck, go get them. I know they won't. I actually think he's probably going to end up with the Knicks. I think he's going to go there and team up with uh, Randall and, the, and Barrett and a couple of the young guys they have and try to do something in New York. Uh I don't. Some people say the Lakers. I don't. I don't see Lillard going and teaming up with uh, LeBron James. I. I just don't see it. Uh, I think he wants to be on a, t- a team where uh, he's the guy and w- and win a championship. That, try to build and win a championship that way. Uh, I don't know. Would he go to Dallas and play with Luca? But then you still have two guys that are ball don- dominant and that want to be the guy. I just don't think that would work. I mean, a lot of people are saying maybe the Mavs. Like I said, I wish the Pacers would go get him. He fit in great with the Pacers, and he's all. I mean, he's a damn superstar. He can score. Uh, so that that's something to watch out for in here in the next few days. See how this unfolds. I mean, I think he's under contract for a lot another two or three years with Portland. So I mean, Portland don't have to trade him. So it could be another like James Harden situation. Uh, but we'll see what happens with that. I just uh, thought we should talk about that real quick because it, it's pretty interesting. Like I said, I love seeing him come to Indiana. I, me personally, I think he's probably going to end up with the Knicks. Um, I don't know where hell maybe maybe he go uh, goes to the Clippers and takes Kawhi's place. Him and Kawhi switch places or something. Uh, I don't see that happening. But hey, I mean, I think you put Lillard and Paul George together, they'd be pretty fucking good. But uh, we'll see what happens with that here in, in the next few days. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Open Championship in golf. Uh, Colin Morikawa was straight in the zone this morning. Uh, he shot six six under this morning. Uh, that puts him at nine under for the tournament. 
that had him in the lead going into these afternoon groups. But in the afternoon groups, you had Oost Hazen was uh, who was the leader after round one at six under. Uh, Jordan Spieth is right up there. They should they should be showing the leaderboard again here in just a second. Uh, Brooks Kepka finished his round. He's four back. He was one of the pick uh, one of the picks I gave out before the tournament. I gave out him and uh, I gave out Lowry as a big underdog. Lowry's like Lowry's at minus two right now, so he has he needs to do some work work today to give himself a chance over the weekend. Uh, but the winds of the wind is affecting the guy some. It's been about 15, 20 mile per hour wind going through about the whole day. And uh this last time I saw the leaderboard, Speed was in I think third. Or second, Ustahazen was in third, and uh Morikawa was still in the lead at not minus nine. Them guys were at eight under. Yeah, see, co-leader, yeah, still minus nine. Uh, Oosthuizen and is a co-leader with uh, with Morikawa. Uh, it's been good. I've been watching it. Uh, D, Bryson DeChambeau, of course, is right back in the media doing the. Now he's arguing with his his equipment uh, his equipment managers or, or equipment company, uh, Cobra, said his. Saying yesterday his driver sucked, and then a representative for Cobra came out and called Bryson Dish, Bryson DeChambeau said it was like working with the baby. Uh, Ustason just birdied to get the minus ten to take the lead in the Open Championship. And then today, uh, Oh Kepka kind of took a shot at DeChambeau, told one of the uh, reporters that he loved his driver. Uh, but yeah, that that Cobra representative basically said it was like dealing that the Shambos like dealing with the infant. Uh, John Rahm hasn't played like everybody thought he would play. He's a he's two under, so I mean he's not out of it. But he needs to if he he needs to get a few more birdies today. He's on the thirteenth. Has about a five footer for uh, birdie. Hit it. So hey, Rahm's moving in the right direction. Show this leaderboard one time. Okay. You have uh, Ustazen at 10. Jordan Spieth and Morikawa are both at 9. Morikawa's done for the day. Ustazen's on uh, through 13. Spieth through 14. Van Tonder, who uh, played a good round. I think he shot 4 or 5 under a day. He's at minus 6. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are are still right there in competitive for Uh, that are still competitive and have a chance to win the Open. All right, we're going to take like a two-minute, uh, two or three-minute break, real quick, and then when we come back, we will talk. Uh, we'll talk some UFC. Uh, enjoy this. Enjoy this clip, real quick. Uh, but, but before we take a break, don't forget we're live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 a.m. with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Come join us. We're giving out winners. That show's live on YouTube and Twitch. We're also live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday with GSR Gonzo Sports Room uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That show as well as on YouTube and Twitch. Come join us. Uh, jo- uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, 
You can find me at Chris D. Gonzalez on Facebook or Chris Gonzalez on Twitter or at Gonzalez Sports. Also, uh, Chris Gonzalez on Instagram. Uh, we now have merch. Uh, check out our merch store. You can do. Uh, you can find it at streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Or you can uh, click on the link in the video. It's also going across the bottom of the screen in the ticker. And it's also up toward the top of the screen. Check that out. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. We have a couple t-shirts, a couple hoodies, and a couple hats on there right now. Uh, there's more to come. Uh, also, there's a donation page with that link. Uh, if you'd like to donate and help the show grow, uh, we'd uh, really appreciate it. Uh, please check out our YouTube page. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell for notifications. But uh, we'll be back here in just a couple minutes. Uh, enjoy these clips. Uh, a couple of these clips from YouTube while we're on break. Yeah. Once your arms get dead, dude, you know, you, and punches look like they're, they're in slow motion. Yeah, it reminded me of that famous Chris Gonzalez fight at the fairground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got in there and fought a dude as big as Brandon. <laughs> I weighed 123, supposed to be fighting 138. I've been drinking since like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I can't believe you did that, dude. I'd have did anything no, dude, to see that. I, I'd have did anything to see it. Well, they went and got me shorts and shit. I quit drinking, started drinking Coke. And we went upstairs, and I, I changed. Started drinking Coke. Oh, yeah. I, I said, although, why I didn't drink water. Just, just put but a anyway, cigarette out. We're, upsta- <laughs> we're upstairs in this room, and I'm getting warmed up. They said, okay, some music comes on. It was him coming out, but I couldn't see him because there was a big fucking backboard. I'm like a basketball goal when you walked out of that room. So they play they play my music. And I'm, I'm walking down the stairs and I look up in the cage, dude. Get Chris feel the force. This, this motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker, brain decides. So he's about 100, 155, 160 pounds. Talking about he was 138. But I'm thinking I'm I'm walking to the cage. You know what I mean? Music's on. Everybody's looking at me. I was like, well, I gotta fight the motherfucker now, or I'm gonna look like a little bitch. <laughs> So I, get, uh, so I get in there, dude. dude I didn't. Even, I I didn't even. I had boxers on. They bring me a cup. I didn't have a jock strap or nothing. So me and uh, my uncle Steve, which which is these two's dad, we went in the bathroom and sw- he, we switched underwear. I took his his underwear. He had some fucking whitey tidies. Dad, no for wearing the whitey tidies. Hey, I put them motherfuckers on. Put on the MMA shorts. Shoved that cup in there. We're fighting. Middle of fight, the fucking cup falls out. Oh shit. I said, oh, that's mine. I put it back in. We started fighting again. <laughs> Dude, I had no business being there. First round, I, I tried to take him down. We kept bouncing off the cage, and he got me down and had my back, and I was fucking, like, balled up, almost in the fucking fetal position. He elbowed me three times on my fucking ear. Hurt like a motherfucker. But I felt him go up again. I'm like, you're not, doing, you're not doing that shit again. So I turned into him, got a single leg, and I got my hips under me. I picked him up, slammed him, got him in the rear neck of choke, and the fucking bell went off for the end of the oh. first round. I was dead, dude. I rolled over. I rolled over. And I was laying there. And Chris said, hand me a cigarette. Like, I need a cigarette right now. Dude, like right here. It's over. Throw in the towel. Yeah, like right here beside, on the other side of the cage was my Uncle Steve and this uh, guy I worked with when I was working at the prison. And uh, they threw me a bottle of water. I st- I'm still laying there. I didn't even get up. I, I was like leaned over a little bit. Got a drink of water. Threw it back to him. Refs, are you ready? I said, yeah. I stood up and they rang the bell. Well, my Uncle Steve was telling me in the corner the whole time, he said, he knows you're going to shoot because his that guy's coach was Steve Fritz. Oh, you two might not know him. Brand, I think Brandon might. He might be old enough to know him. But he was a wrestler for Southside. 
Well, he had he was running this like one of them MMA school things. Yeah, and he was this guy's coach, and he was telling that guy he's a wrestler, stay away from him. So sec, getting ready to start that second round, Steve goes, "Hey, he knows you're going to shoot. Fake a shot and punch him." So I go fake a shot, get ready to punch. Next thing I know, here comes a fucking head kick. Oh shit! <laughs> well, I catch the leg and take him down, but I end up in a triangle choke, and I couldn't fucking breathe. But I, I circled out of it, blasted this motherfucker right in the nose. And looked at the ref and said, I'm done. <laughs> they rang the fucking Look. bell. I got the last hit in, so I'm done. They rang the bell. I got the fuck out of there, dude. My buddy was waiting the cage side, handing me a beer. Handed him a beer, dude. Dude, I was so fucking hot. So I went outside. This is like in November here in Indiana. It was cold as fuck. And uh, I'm sitting outside and nothing but them fucking MMA shorts and a beer sitting beside me. I still felt like 100 degrees. Finally, I cooled off, went and changed. Watch the rest of the, I was like, fuck, I was like the third, fourth, five night. There was still a bunch of fights to watch. So we watched all the fights. Hell, we ended up going to a bar after that. I woke up next day, had my neck was purple, my ear was purple. I couldn't hardly turn my head. It was More, fun, huh? Moral of the story, people, is Indian MMA has come a long way, and I think Casey Kinney has proved that. <laughs> Casey Kinney represents. And also, the other moral is don't get drunk and get in the fucking cage. No. <laughs> Three and OT. Let's go. That sounded a little close for my liking. Sounds like it hit a fucking pole or something too. Did we just catch gunshots live on the yes, on the did. stream? Hell yeah, we did. From the mean streets of Muncie, Indiana, on a Friday night, oh, we hear the about side. we hear about ten pop 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 pop. Yes, that you heard right. It was some live gunshots on. Are we hearing a car drive by? Yep. And that was a Kia Soul, wasn't it? Hey, I'm not gonna lie. If I if we got a you know, so, what I'm it sounded like they were driving that way. That car just kind of sped that way. Know, that was a Kia Soul, and they look like the they car, had the lights off. A, a car stopped at the corner there. I think it backed up and came. See what I'm saying? Uh-oh. That was that was awful damn close, dude. That was like, I mean, it was, that was close. Yeah, I'm saying. Liam, Liam Cool? Did, did Joey and any of them come out? That was that was awful close. I think it was right there. Did we just give the ball up? Are you watching the live right now? Say we might be going viral. You just hear the gunshots, (laughs) Chris. That's big. We got a motherfucking. Hey, we really just lost the fucking ball. Oh my fuck! I didn't even God. see what happened. What I was fuck, I missed it. I missed that play because of the gunshots. Like big Pacers game, and like, gunshots just happened over here at the. I was just making sure everything was good. Hell yeah, dude! Fuck, man, what the fuck? I'm about to see if like any cops or anything come come down this way. Welcome back to the show, Gonzo Sports Room, July 16th, 2021. Uh, let's give a shout out to Justin Starling for this song, the uh, song "Grind." Uh, check out, check him out. You can find him on Spotify. Also, real quick before we move on, we're gonna talk some UFC. Don't forget, we're live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 a.m. with Easy Money, a sports betting show. And we're also live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1. 
with uh, GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Both those shows are live on YouTube and Twitch. Follow us on show, uh, social media at Twitter and Instagram at Gonzo Sports Room. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Chris Gonzalez, or at Gonzalez Sports. And you can also find me on Facebook at Chris D. Gonzalez. Uh, check out our YouTube page, Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, you can find this show and our our sports betting show there, Easy Money. And uh, please hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell so you get notifications of when we go live. And also, we now have merch. Go check out our merch store. We have uh, t-shirts for, for both sh- shows and a couple hats for both shows. Uh, we have more merch coming out here real soon. Go check that out at streamlabs.com. Gonzalez Sport or forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Uh, you can find the link in the video description that you can just click on. Also, it's in the, it's scrolling across the bottom of your screen on the ticker. And it's also up there on top of the screen as well. But all right, let's, uh, let's talk some UFC. Got a couple uh, interesting story coming out of the UFC. Uh, Conor McGregor came out yesterday and said that he had uh, stress fractures, or stress fractures in his leg uh, before that fight. He said, and he said, "Ask Dana White, ask the UFC, ask the doctor." Okay, so if this is true, to me, I'm I'm a big UFC fan. I love the I love the the whole fight game, but. If this is true, to me, this makes UFC look bad. If you know a guy has a, a broken leg, stress fractures in his leg, and you 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 go ahead and let him get in the cage, that's wrong. I understand why they done it. They done it because of all the money they were going to make. Hell, I think it was one of the top selling pay per views in history. But uh, which surprised me because I. I wasn't that excited for the McGregor Poirier three because I figured what was, Poirier was going to beat him, and I think it was going to end up being about the same as the first fight if if his leg wouldn't have snapped. But if his leg was broke before that fight, had stress fracture or whatever, and they let him fight, that makes them look to me makes them look real bad, especially with the especially with the pay these fighters get. Let's talk about this for a minute. These fighters need to band together and join a union like the other sports have like the other sports have or they got to figure out something because they were way underpaid uh on the first fight of that main card you had uh sean o'malley against uh chris matino and this matino got hit in the head or face 177 times by o'malley but this, I mean, this dude was one of the toughest sons of bitches i've ever seen fight but he just kept moving forward he ended up making like $90,000 because they got fight of the night and he got an extra 75,000. But if he wouldn't have got fight of the night, he would have made 15 grand to go in there and and fight 15 grand. That's not, and that's not counting it taxes. That's not counting paying his uh, coaches and his team and all those expenses. That's before any expenses. He would only made 15 grand for getting in there and putting on a hell of a show and get, Getting hit almost two hundred times in the face, and they should and Herb Dean shouldn't have stopped the fight when he stopped it. So he should have finished the whole fight. They stopped it with thirty seconds left. But these guys are way underpaid. Uh, I mean, 
yeah, there's no way these guys, there's guys are getting there, guys and females, both women and the guys in the, in MMA. They'll get in there in some of their fights. All they're making is ten grand. That's crazy. With the money UFC's making, you're, tell, you're there's no way that any a fighter should be making five to ten grand for a fight. They already screwed the fighters with this damn Reebok sponsorship deal, where the fighters can't get their own sponsors on their shorts like they used to be able to. And most, and most of the fighters don't make hardly shit off this Reebok deal. So they already screwed the fighters with that. And then they screw them with the pay because where are you going to go? You, I mean, yeah, you can go to Bellator and these other companies, but they can't pay you what you, they can't pay you more than what the UFC was either because they're not the UFC. They're not the big dog. UFC has the money, but I don't know. The fighters need to do something to, to, where they start getting their fair, their fair share of, of the money, and right now they don't get their fair share. Their fair share of the money. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand why. I get. Well, I understand why it's hard for them all to band together. Is because hey, if you need, if you ain't one of the top guy, top name fighters, you're not making hardly any money. You're making five, six thousand dollars a fight or whatever. So you can't afford to. Start turning down fights until something happens because you don't you don't already have that name for yourself. Now a guy like McGregor, he can afford to say, "Hey, I'm not fighting unless you put I get paid this," and he he has leverage because he he's a big draw. But these newer upcoming guys, they don't. So their first fuck five, five six fights in the UFC, depending on how fast they move up the ladder, they're uh, if they don't get no. Fight night performance or any of the performance bonuses, fight of the night or knockout of the night, whatever any of the performance bonuses, fuck they might they might be lucky to make 10, 10 grand and that's before taxes and any expenses that gets taken out. It's ridiculous. But but I mean they've let New FC get away with it until they find a way to be, to get everybody to band together. I just like I said, it's hard to do because. Everybody's in different situations, name-wise, financial-wise. I mean, it's just hard to get everybody on the same page because of that. Because fighting is a, uh, a pure individual sport. But, yeah, they need to do something because UFC is taking advantage of these fighters. But, all right, uh... Red Sox and Yankees game got canceled yesterday because of uh, three positive COVID tests, and like, and the three guys that tested positive had been vaccinated. Uh, I haven't heard if they've already canceled the day's game or not. I'm assuming that they might have, because I I thought I heard that there was some more cases coming out. I know that the USA uh, Olympic basketball team was supposed to play an exhibition today, and that got canceled because of protocol reasons. Hell, I think the basketball team was down to uh, like six or seven players. They picked up a couple players today. Uh, Bradley Bills out with health and safety. Kevin Love withdrew from the team with an injury. Uh, they picked up JaVel McGee today. Uh, I haven't heard heard who else they've picked up. What was that page? All right. We talked Speeth is uh, uh, eight under. He's two uh, two back of the lead. 
the Wranglers. So that was, yeah, they are. Got some good. Uh, okay, yeah, well, that's what we'll do before we get out of here. I will give you guys, I will give out the picks that I gave out today on Easy Money, a sports betting show. Still, uh, still reports that, uh, of uh, by Adam Scheffner that he don't think Rogers or Aaron Rodgers are going to show up to uh, training camp. I think this is going to get real interesting. Oh, sorry, we were going to move on to giving out picks, but this popped in my head, so I figured we'd go ahead and talk about it for a minute. I don't see Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay. I don't think he's going to report to training camp. I think he's going to force their hand and make him either trade him or he. I think I think he'll 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 retire. Set out, set out, and then try to come back, kind of like what Carson Palmer did. Uh, but I don't think he's going back to Green Bay, just from the from the reports I've heard and from and who they're from. Schefter wouldn't be as adamant about that Rodgers isn't. Uh, he don't think Rodgers is going to be in gray. He wouldn't be at that adamant if uh, if he didn't if he didn't have some pretty solid information. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, if you're the Packers, do you play hardball, not trade them, force them to retire? But then that don't help you because you just still have to go to your other quarterback, and you're not getting you're not getting nothing for them. Where at least if you if you try to if you trade them, you're going to get something for them. So to me, it would make more sense to trade them than to try to force them into retirement. Unless you just think if you try to force him into retirement, he's going to come and play. But if he's going to come, if that happens, then he's going to be. Is he going? To, I mean, how's he? How? Uh, how good is he going to play? You know what I mean? Because he's going to be disgruntled. It ain't like you can just sweep the shit under the rug like it never happened. If he, if somehow they tried to force him to retire and he did come and play a year until they trade and that they're going to trade him next year, then. How much is he going to put into this year? Because he don't want to get hurt. Because if he gets hurt this year, then that fuck would that fucks up it fucks up any chance uh, a big chance of him getting traded next season. Depending on what the injury is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hell, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan. I don't want to see him get hurt. But I mean, it's possible. I mean, that's something you know. I mean, that's something you have you have to think about. And uh, and if like they come to an agreement that they're going to trade him next year, that's something Packers have to worry about too. Because if he gets hurt. If he was to get hurt, his trade value would go down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right now, his trade value is high because he was the, he was the fucking MVP of the league last year. So to me, if if he don't want to be there, it makes sense to trade him and get something for him. Then to play hardball hardball with him. Force him to force him into retirement, or coming back, and he decides to come back. Then you take both of you are taking a big chance on if he gets hurt for one. And is he going? I mean, I think he will, but is he going? Well, not being happy, who knows? Is he going to have the same type of year this year that he did last year? So is, if you wait a year to trade him, is it is his value still going to be as high? Now, don't get me wrong; it's Aaron, it's Aaron fucking Rodgers. So there's going to be teams that want him. Even if he don't have a great year this year, there's going to be teams that want him because they're going to they're going to be thinking the same thing. What I'm saying right here, oh, he wasn't fully invested into it. We'll get him here; he'll be fully invested again. 
invested again. He'll be back. He'll be back to the MVP that uh, to his MVP self like last year. You know, or you know what I mean? Or, you know, that's that's how most GMs and teams are going to think. So his value is not going to go down that much. But man, if, if he was, it's just I don't know. I think the Packers are in. It, it, you're in a tough position because it's Aaron Rodgers. And you don't want to lose. I mean, any franchise don't want a guy like Aaron Rodgers to walk walk away. Um, but you're in a weird situation because if you try to force him to stay, and he retires, then your fan base could be upset with you, and you're stuck with Jordan Love and seeing what's going what why he has. Where if you go ahead and trade him, you might save some face with your fan base and you're going to get something for him. And then you can try to get another quarterback or maybe you get a quarterback in that deal or or you put you put Love in, see what he has. And if he don't have it, then you're going to be looking for a quarterback. But at least if you trade him, you get something for him. Or if you don't trade him, it's very likely you don't get anything for him at all. But all right, that's enough for me ranting about that. Uh, picks I gave out uh, for the, uh, today in Major League Baseball. Uh, I like the Blue uh, Blue Jays uh, minus one and a half over the over the uh, Texas Rangers. Uh, I like the Braves uh, money line over the Rays. I like the Angels money line against the Mariners. Uh, I like the Marlins uh, in game one against the Phillies. Money line. And then I also like the Reds money line and the Mets money line. So that's That was the picks I gave out today on uh, Easy Money, a sports betting show. Uh, go check that show out, uh, if you're, especially if you're a uh, fight fan. Uh, I, I broke down uh, the prelims for the tomorrow night sh- uh, fight night and the main card. Uh, broke broke it down and gave out and gave my thoughts and my picks on it. Uh, so check that out. That's a easy money a sports betting show. Uh, you can find that right here on this on this same channel at Gonzo uh, on on YouTube under Gonzo Sports Room. You can also find Easy Money a sports betting show and GSR Gonzo Sports Room. The audio version on uh, Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, uh, Spotify, Breaker Cast, Pocket Cast, about anywhere where you get your podcast, you can find uh, both shows. Uh, also, we do have merch available now. Uh, please go check our merch store. Uh, you can find that at streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Uh, or you can also uh, click the link that's in the video description and it's on the bottom screen on the ticker and at the top of the screen. We appreciate you uh, visit that. There'll be some more new merch coming out here real soon. Uh, Also follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Gonzo sports room. You can find me on Twitter, Chris Gonzalez or at Gonzalez sports. I'm also on Facebook at Chris D Gonzalez. Uh, check out our YouTube page. Please hit that subscribe button. Also, when you go to the link for the merch, there's also a donation page there. Uh, if, 
if you uh, would like to donate to the show and help the show grow, uh, you could do that there. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't forget, we'll be live tomorrow night, Saturday, July 17th, for the UFC Fight Night. Uh, we'll be live for the main card. Uh, we'll go live around 9.45 on uh, YouTube and Twitch with live reaction to UFC Fight Night. Come join us for that. We appreciate everybody that hangs with us and supports us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, like I said, follow us on social media. Uh, you, you like share our post, uh, tell a friend, share our videos. We appreciate anybody, anybody, and everybody that supports us. Uh, we hope everybody has a, a safe, safe and great weekend. Have fun, but don't have too much fun. Uh, I'm going to enjoy some baseball tonight. Get to watch the Reds play. Hopefully we can win this series against the Brewers and get closer to a division title. Uh, football season's right around the corner. Uh, on Monday's show, we'll, uh, we'll be starting to talk uh, a lot more about football. Also, next week, Easy Money, a sports betting show, is going to start going five days a week. So instead of being Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's going to be Monday through Friday. Uh, at 11, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, come check that out. We're giving out winners for free. Uh, we're work, uh, working on getting the phone line here uh, soon so, uh, so uh, fans can call in. We'd like to hear from you guys, especially on, actually on, I mean on both shows, but especially the sports betting show. Uh, we can get on, give your guys, uh, get your guys' idea, uh, Thoughts on different picks and different games. But we appreciate you uh, joining us. Have a great week, uh, great weekend. Peace.